What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this edition of the Levels of Love podcast. I hope everybody's doing fantastic out there in podcast land and all that good jazz. I am your humble and gracious host, the Stormy Poet, aka Stormy, aka TSP. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join this edition of the Levels of Love podcast. You know what we do here, man. We discuss the great chasm that's been created, that's occurred between male-female relationships, how it got there, and just what the heck we can do about it. Hope everybody is doing well out there. Hope everybody's safe and healthy. And speaking of health, go ahead and get into a little bit of news here before I get into the the game that I'm going to lace y'all with later on in the show. And today what we're going to talk about uh, later on is why men cheat. The top, I'm going to give y'all some of the top res- reasons why men cheat and why they do what they do in that regard. And hopefully um, to the ladies out there, y'all can learn something and, you know, basically recognize the signs. I did one a while back called um, How to Tell if a Dude is Cheating, but I'm going to tell you the, uh, kind of like the the actual motivation behind it. Why some men cheat So hopefully I'll be able to let y'all with some good game And uh, I am going to let y'all with some good game man. I'm going to let y'all know what the deal is uh, Before that though I'm getting into a little bit of news So speaking of health man um, I've been out for a little bit I had to take a little hiatus man There was a number of different things going on I'm like man I was like Mr. Glass here for these past couple of weeks There's been a couple of things popping off But, but Last couple of weeks, your boy had the C word, man. Yeah, I had the C word, and I'm not talking about cooties. For the first time, that coronavirus caught up with my ass. You feel me? <laughs> man, I, I've been dodging it all these years, man. Ever since it popped off, I haven't got it. I really hadn't known a lot of people who had it, man. Uh, to, to my knowledge, I'm the only one in my immediate family that's had it. But yeah, man, um, about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, man, it, it caught up with me, y'all. Yeah, man, and really, truth be told, man, I haven't had like a, I haven't even had like a cold in the past couple of years, man. Keep it a buck. I've been, I've been fairly lucky in that regard. I haven't had the flu or anything like that. I think the last time I had the flu before this was like 2018, 2019, something crazy like that, so. Yeah, your boy was doing real good up until this point, man. But, um, yeah, it caught up with me, man. Uh, I had the chills and all that stuff. And it was pretty similar to a cold for the first part. For the first, in, in the early stages of me having, it was pretty similar to just, you know, like a standard cold. I'm like, all right, man, I ain't had one of these in a while. And I got the little temperature and everything like that, man. Luckily, um, I was able to work from home and stuff. And so I didn't have to really get out into the public like that. But yeah, man, um, everything was pretty much gravy. And I did the little cold meds and all that. And um, I just kind of took it easy. And the symptoms were starting to go away. And luckily, I didn't have any problems breathing or doing anything like that, man. It, It felt like a standard cold. That was up until about the third day. And on the third day, my nose turned off. You feel me? I can't smell nothing, y'all. And I, I mean, it, it was the craziest thing. It happened so fast to like all the rest of the symptoms were starting to get better. And then 
all of a sudden I couldn't taste or smell nothing, man. It's it was wild. It's wild, and it's it's gradually kind of coming back a little bit here. But yeah, my sense of smell has gone to shit, man. Yeah, I, I I don't realize how much I was taking my sense of smell for granted because I'm a foodie, man. I love cooking and stuff like that. And it's real hard to, to cook anything because you can't really smell nothing, number one. But then number two, you, know, you can't really taste anything, man. There's certain aftertaste I cannot taste at all. It's crazy, man. I ate a, I made like a cucumber salad the other day. And the cucumbers tasted like ass. <laughs> I mean, all you can taste is just the bitter part. You can't get the aftertaste of it, man. So certain things, not only can I not taste certain things, certain things taste horrible, man. It's crazy, dude. And luckily, it's coming back a little bit. I'm able to taste like a little bit, but... And I can smell things a lot better, but the taste, man, that's what's getting me, man, because I love food, so... That was devastating to me. I tried to smell like a thing of Tabasco, and I couldn't smell anything, man. That's, it's scary, too. And the scary part about it is, man, if something's, you know, bad or something, and you're going to eat it and you can't smell it, then you're not going to know that it's gone bad and stuff like that. And then also, man, you know, if the fire breaks out or something, I can't smell smoke. I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. So, yeah, it was just my turn to get it. So I'm going through that, but I'm feeling a lot better, man. I'm just glad I didn't have to go to the hospital and, you know, Cause you know it's like a weakened version now, so I'm glad I didn't get it in the, you know, 2021, 2020. I'm glad I, I'm dealing with the weakened version, so I'll, I'll count my blessings in that regard. Uh, the next thing going on in the news, man, something else going on in the news is uh, everybody's been talking about, you know, Jada releasing that book, putting all her uh, business with you know Jada Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. Uh, basically airing all their dirty laundry, putting all their business out there, which she's kind of been doing for a long time now. And what a lot of people are talking about in the book is that she revealed that her and Will ain't been together. They've been separated since like 2016. And everyone can pretty much tell, you know, they weren't, you know, really together like that. Or, or they were distant. But no, they've been officially separated since then, man. And the crazy part about that is, you know, everybody remembers the slap that happened last year, you know, to keep your hands off my effing wife, all that good nonsense. Everybody remembers that. I mean, she's saying they were separated. Uh, I mean, was Will in on it? I mean, real talk. I mean, he, he seemed like he seemed like they were still married in his mind. That just makes you ask questions, man. She, you know, she said in an interview that she said in the interview. Hold on, y'all. I gotta clear my voice. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. I'm still coughing up stuff. But uh, no, in the interview, one of the interviews that she did, she said that and I shocked her that he went and did that because they hadn't called each other husband and wife in so long, which is like, wow. So man, that's that's crazy, man. The thing about it, man, and you know. I hope a lot of dudes can learn from this, man, from Will Smith's situation. Is what I hope a lot of men can take away from this is, man, what Will's doing it is it's sad, man. A guy of his accomplishments, accomplishments and status, man, it's real sad to see what this dude is doing through. And I, I can't feel too sorry for him because he's allowing it. But 
basically what dudes can learn from this is never make never make your woman your world you feel me you don't you're not supposed to put that much stock into when I'm not saying don't value your woman or value your wife but when you make your woman your world you put yourself in jeopardy for situations like this to occur because that's basically what Will is doing, man. Will is one of the greatest actors of all time. One of the he's in the top one percent of the top one percent. Dude is dude is that dude, man. But what he's done is he's made Jada essentially his world, and that's basically giving her power over him, man. Instead of valuing himself as a man and being like, yo. You know, I know my worth and my I know my status and I know what I've my accomplishments and my competence. Man, I know who I am. From the jump, he should have made it clear. You you got to earn your way into this spot to be Mrs. Smith. You got to earn your way into that spot, and Will didn't do that, man. And the way that I the way that I know that he's made her his world and he's put her up on a pedestal and everything like that is because when he did that slap at the award show and you know supposedly they're not even married or you know they're not together it's to separate because i want to say that she could never just uh, she she couldn't go physically file for divorce i think that's what she said in the interview but the fact that he did that he was willing to risk his whole and everything he had built up over the past couple of decades he was willing to go ruin his credibility. He was uh, willing to basically throw it all away, throw away his acting career. Cause you know, he's not really getting any gigs like that no more. He was willing to throw all that away over her. And let that be a lesson to men. I understand a lot of men, you know, you get into a situation, especially if you, Especially if you, you've always been kind of like socially awkward. Because from what I've heard, Will Smith was real awkward. I mean, he's a phenomenal actor. But in terms of just like interpersonal relationships, you know, interpersonal relationships, I heard he's kind of awkward, man. And especially when he was younger, you know, that was the case, man. So a lot of guys, the first real woman that's kind of giving them play like that, the one that they really desire that's giving them play and they're awkward. They never really had anything like that, man. Um, they put a lot of stock into that. They put so much stock into it and they, they make their world, world revolve around the woman or whatever. Let there be a lesson to a lot of guys, man. Always make your mission in this life your world. Always prioritize that. Always make that your the thing that you focus on and put your energy into the most. Because if you put that in a woman, you put yourself in a position of weakness with her. And I'm not going to really get into the psychology of Jada, but regardless, man, whatever woman you deal with, when you do that, you put her, you put yourself in a position of weakness. And the you know, if she's a certain type of chick, she's going to take advantage of that over you, man. You feel me? Prioritize your mission, man. Prioritize your mission. And the right woman is going to respect that. The white woman's the right woman's going to respect that. And she's going to honor you because you're 
you're busy focusing on yourself and building yourself up and trying to become the best version of yourself you can be and actually try to take your piece of the world. You're focused on your accomplishments and getting better and better and increasing your value, man. That's what's going to attract. That's what's going to attract a woman. And that's what's going to get her to respect you, not making her your whole world. And, you know, your whole world revolves around her, you know, and that just goes to show too. excuse me. y'all. That just goes to show money isn't everything, man. Money doesn't make you money doesn't make you a confident man. Money doesn't compensate for all the other characteristics that a woman respects. You have to develop those. Money is not going to replace that. You have to actually physically develop those. So let that be a lesson, man. Don't, Don't put yourself out there like that, fellas. Make your mission. Make your purpose in this world. Focus all your energy on that. And the right woman is going to respect that because she understands that if you're focused on that, she's going to be the indirect beneficiary of that. You feel me? Then I got some sweat in my eye, man. I'm over here. Sweat. I'm, I'm tempted to turn the AC on, but it's noisy. I don't want that to show up in the background. But it's all good, though, man. Uh, in the other news, man, um, I saw what's going on out there in the Middle East over in Israel. Them and the Hamas, they going at it again. They're blowing each other up left and right, man. I, it's, which is very sad. I don't mean to say that and make light of it. Hold on, let me take a swig of my water. But the same old fight that's been going on, it's, it's continued again, man. The bloodshed is on and popping again, man, which is very sad, man. Um, And I've been seeing some of the footage coming from over there, man, and, you know, They've been, like I said, they've been going at it for a long time, but I never get used to, I never get used to seeing missiles, man. That, that's a crazy sight to me. And I was watching one of the videos, man. I was watching one of the uh, reporters over there and he was in the thick of it. I want to say he was, I want to say he was in Israel on that side and he was reporting and then he got, he got himself caught up in a, a rocket attack, man. And that was nuts i'm like hey ain't y'all can't pay me enough to do some stuff like that man uh i i you know i'm curious what they were paying that dude that that i saw you can look it up on youtube you just look up reporter rocket attack israel something like that and you'll find it you'll know the one i'm talking about this dude was huddled huddled on the street corner you know He's huddled in the street corner in terror, man. And man, I the this there's just something about the sound of them rockets, man. That is some scary stuff right there, man. I, I didn't I didn't know that they sounded like that. I mean, the roar sounds like a fighter jet is coming towards you, man. It's crazy. They could not pay me enough to do that. Money money ain't everything. Shit. <laughs> man. I saw another video. Well, one of the they actually showed one of the rockets getting launched. I didn't know they went that fast. I mean, them things, them things is going like you know they they're going faster than the speed of sound, which is crazy because that means you're not even going to hear it coming. You feel me? It's it's going to be there and, and blow you up before you even know it's. You can't even hear it, bro. 
you can hear them once they passed, and then you hear the explosion afterwards if they go past you. But, man, I saw how fast one of them things is going, and I'm like, I ain't know they was getting down like that, man. That's something else. Yeah, they're going like 2,000 miles an hour. They, them things is not playing around, man. But in any case, man, my thoughts and prayers to the people over there, man. I hope that conflict can end one day. I mean, it's been going on forever, man. So hopefully something could be reached, man. But that's because that's real sad. But in any case, I'm going to get into the game, man. Um, going to get into the topic for tonight. And what I wanted to discuss, and this one's kind of for the ladies tonight, is basically the top reasons why men cheat. Because I wanted to get into this because, you know, when when you see relationships portrayed in the, you know, in the media and stuff, when the dude cheats, it's just because, you know, they, they portray it as it's just because men are dogs and and men are hounds and they can't control themselves. Yeah, Whoop-de-woo all that good stuff but they don't really go in depth onto some of the reasons why a lot of guys cheat and i wanted to give y'all give the ladies tonight four four uh reasons for the top reasons why men cheat i'm sure there's other reasons but i just wanted to give the four top ones to kind of let y'all know what the deal is with that man and before i get into that man by the way um this episode of the levels of love tips was brought to you by um this levels of love podcast where i don't call the tips no more but this levels of love podcast is brought to you by root of all love.com um you can check out a lot of my literary work on there for those who don't know i'm a writer too i'm a published author i'm actually working on my fourth book right now and um i put a lot of that stuff on there and i put all the podcasts on there as well and I put basically the, the body, my whole body of work is what I put on rootofalllove.com. So feel free to check that out, man. I do a lot of my written commentary on there that I don't do on the uh, podcast. So feel free to check that out. Also, uh, check out uh, Lyrical Lisa, man. That is who's doing the music in the background. So check her out on SoundCloud. I love that sister. She does some really cool production, man. She's really taking off with that. So if you can check that sister out and support her. Um, when you get the chance, for sure. But anyways, the first reason why dudes cheat, why men cheat. And the first one is fairly obvious, man. Sometimes dudes are just straight up hoes. You have men out there and they basically live to, they basically live to chase ass, man. That's all they do, man. You have men who are just straight up out here in these streets like that man these are the dudes that typically you see in like porn and stuff because basically these guys just they live to have sex that, that's their whole goal in life is to chase ass you know other people have hopes and dreams you know like they want to be you know a politician when they are a doctor they aspire to just getting as much ass as possible and you know Guys typically go through that phase, you know, when they start getting their paper together, they, you know, the, the what's called the player stage or whatever, they typically go through that and they get that out of their system. And then, you know, you mature and you start trying to look for something long term and, you know, you try to look for somebody who's wife material. But for these guys, man, this is the, this is just their lifestyle. This is their life. They still in their 40s and 50s doing the same thing. This is what you typically see when you when you. 
what you know as the dirty old man, that's these guys. You've often heard, you know, cheaters never change and once a cheater, always a cheater. When you hear that uh, phraseology tossed around, they're talking about these dudes. And these dudes are just basically never going to be faithful, man. That's their whole lot in life is to just stack up as much ass as possible. They really don't aspire to anything else. So some of you ladies out there, and I'm, you know, I'm sure some of my listeners, you've probably dealt with a dude like this. They just cheating for the sake of cheating. But it's because they, their, their whole thing in life is to just have as many partners as possible. They don't care who it is. They'll, they'll lay up with anything. So you might get into a situation with one of these guys. And, you know, if that if you get into a relationship with one of these guys, man, it's not your fault, man. I mean, your vetting process probably needs to tighten up. I'll say that about you ladies. But for the most part, man, there's nothing you can really do about these guys. They're going to achieve regardless. It doesn't matter how good of a woman you are, blah, blah, blah. They, you know, they can be very deceptive. So you might find yourself in a situation with one of them, but don't take it personally. They have nothing. They live for nothing else other than to have sex and to chase ass. So that's the first reason why dudes cheat. Why dude cheats. Now, the second reason is, and this is probably, I would say, I'd say this is the most common reason. So get your pens and papers, ladies. The most common reason is they got in a relationship when they were too young. That's typically the main reason why dudes cheat. And let me tell you why. See, the thing is, women from a very young age, y'all are getting sexual attention from guys of all ages. It's very easy for a woman to get sex. It's very easy for a woman to get sexual attention. That's not the that's not the same case when it comes to dudes. Dudes don't really start getting attention like that, you know, not unless you, you know, the quarterback in high school or, you know, the jock in high school or, the, you know, the guy with the really cool car in high school. Unless you're one of those dudes, for most men, we don't really start getting that attention until we get our stuff together, until we really get out on our own and our stock starts going up, our money starts getting right, our knowledge game starts getting right, our hustle game starts getting right and dress game and all that, we don't get that kind of energy until way later in life where a lot of women start checking for us. You know, it's typically like in your mid-20s or, you know, really in your 30s, we start getting that kind of sexual attention. So a lot of the time, the first woman that's really showing us some kind of play, and this was me, you know, back when I was 20 years old, this happened to me. And I'm still cool with my ex. You know, she, she's probably listening. She'll she'll vouch for what I'm about to say. I got real sprung head over heels. It was the first girl giving me play like that. Really, it was the first time I, you know, got it in. You dig? I was putting all my stock into this woman. I was putting all. I was head over heels for her. I was my world revolved around her. You feel me? So. You know, I was even at that age, I was like, oh, we're going to get married. You know, I'm 20, 20 year, 21 years old. And I was already thinking in those, on those terms, like, oh, we're going to get married and yada, yada, yada. And I'm glad we didn't work out because I would have been a dumbass if I would have did that. 
But the thing is, though, a lot of guys get into these situations and they marry just the first girl that's giving them play like that. Well, what happens is when they get older and they start getting their stuff together, their options open up. And then that starts to creep into the back of their heads. Well, dang, maybe I kind of committed too soon here. I ain't really get to sample and have my pick of the litter like that. I didn't get it. I didn't get to dabble my toes in these feminine waters like that, man. I ain't really get to get that out of my system. So they start kind of feeling kind of cheated. And then the temptation is a mug. They're getting that same energy that the woman was getting when she was younger you feel me so a lot of the time when those options open up dudes want to go test those options it is what it is and by the way i'm not saying you know i'm not saying right or wrong i'm not coming around it from a moral standpoint i'm just letting y'all know this is what's going on in the male psychology this is what's going on in our heads so that's when you start getting the side chicks in the picture. He's kind of like, I, you know, well, not only do I, not only am I just, do I want to sample with just different flavors, but, you know, there's certain parts of her person that, uh, and I want to dabble in different personalities too. And what do I mean by that? There's certain characteristics of certain women that, and that dude's lady might not have. And he's like, I always kind of wanted somebody who was, who had a better sense of humor or something like that. Something, a particular quality in that woman that he enjoys. So they start dabbling in that too. And you start seeing that there's other personalities, other kind of women out there of all different shades and of all different character. And, you know, start wanting to explore. Real talk. I'm over here still sniffling and stuff, man. I'll be glad when this stuff gets out of my system. It's... Ooh, yeah. But I digress. But in any case, man, that's the main reason why dudes start creeping, man. The options open up. You know, they got the, especially if they get another job, they get a better paying job. And then at their job, they're, you know, the secretaries is looking right. And they're choosing up at the job. He's coming up there with his suit on and stuff, man. He's done got his confidence game up. And the women are going to be checking, man. And a lot of times they'll exercise those options you feel me and that's why i tell to a lot of dudes man don't i wouldn't even start thinking about marriage until late 30s early 40s man especially in this dating climate man and this sexual marketplace do i wouldn't even start taking marriage seriously until your late 30s early 40s man real talk because that kind of dynamic is is more likely to happen if you choose to try to get married early, man. I do not recommend it. This way, man, you can kind of like, you know, if for nothing else, man, you can get experience with women. So when you do meet the right one, you know, all, when you're in your 20s and 30s and you're getting your hustle on and you, you're building your stock up as a man, you can actually date around and actually learn something about women. You can learn what you don't want and what you don't like and and I'm not saying lead women on, you know, don't get in stuff and then lead women on. Just be like, hey, you know, I'm dating. I'm doing my thing. You don't got to rub it in her face, but just be like, I'm doing my thing. And I'm just, I'm still dating, man. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to get experience. I'm trying to experience new things and new people. And then, 
know, once you reach a certain age, you'll have like a knowledge base built up on what you want, what you don't want. And then you can get your paper straight and then you'll be in a position to to pick what the, the woman that you really want. You're not just doing it because she's the first woman giving you play. You actually be in a position of strength to pick who you actually want. And then you'll be satisfied because you actually have who you want. And then you won't be trying to do the cheating thing. So that's why I tell a lot of guys, man, I don't even start thinking about marriage until late 30s, early 40s, which is I'm, I'm getting towards that age myself. So, yeah, man, and I can tell from experience. I don't even don't even bother with it. You focus on be, becoming the best version of yourself you can be. And then that way, you won't even have to really pursue the women like that. The women, the top-notch women are going to be trying to get your attention. But ladies, th- that's, I would say, the main reason men cheat. They get in something, and then they're like, man, I ain't know I was going, the options going to open up like that. I mean, yeesh. What is a boy to do? But... Number three, the next top reason I think that men cheat is when the woman basically just lets herself go. And I'm not saying that that's justified that, you know, a dude's cheating on you because you, you know, gained some weight or something like that. I'm just letting it be known a lot of the time in relationships, and the men do this too, but we're talking about the females tonight. A lot of times in relationships, women will lock dudes down and they'll get them, you know, they get married or whatever, or they get, you know, pregnant and they get in a situation where the dudes locked down and they're like, all right, well, I already done, I already done cuffed them. Okay. I, I'm, I'm through putting on the front. I ain't trying to put on the front no more. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to put in that much effort anymore. And when I say let yourself go, I'm not just talking about, you know, she gained weight or, you know, she stopped taking care of her, she stopped ter- taking care of like her, um, you know, appearance and everything like that. I'm not just talking about those things. I mean, emotionally, she's not trying that hard. Uh, she's not trying to put the effort into maintaining the relationship. I'm talking about that too. Well, you know, I've already done I need to, all that I need to do. They get into that kind of mindset. I don't have to do nothing. I don't have to be emotionally available for you no more. I don't have to be looking to try to look for ways to sacrifice for you anymore. Uh, my work is done here. I'm just going to kick my feet up, and I'm not going to try anymore. You feel me? I'm talking about letting themselves go like that. But I also am talking about, you know, if you got... You got a dude in a committed relationship and y'all been going together for like two years and you're like, I can kind of chill out now and you gain 30, 40 pounds. That's not cool either. And again, I'm not justifying anybody cheating, but a lot of guys will look at that like, well, dang, you're not going to try to like, you're not going to try to earn me anymore. Like you're not going to, you're not going to try to compete for me anymore. It's just, you just chilling. Well, what does that say about me? You feel me? Ladies, just like you want your dude to constantly be vying for you and showing you that you're the one that he wants, men want that too. And part of the way that you show that is always be trying to get better in all areas, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You're always putting in the work to be that top-notch lady. 
And I, I understand there's situations like, you know, a woman gets pregnant or something like that. Naturally, she's going to get weight, you know, gain weight. But with, when it comes to, and this is something I'll tell the women out there that they might not know about a lot of dudes. It's not so much weight with us. It's not so much that you got to be, you know, super duper in shape like, uh, what's her face? I forget the, the, um, the fitness guru. It'll come to me here in a second, but we're not asking for that, man. What we're really more concerned with is you being healthy. We're, men are more concerned about a woman putting an emphasis on maintaining her overall health. We're more focused on that. And the reason for that is because, number one, we want you to be around as long as humanly possible. Uh, number two, if we get with you and you're not really taking care of your health, that could lead to certain like diseases and stuff later, man, that's stuff we're going to have to like, you know, take care of you through. We won't have to cover the medical costs and all kind of stuff like that. So preventative measures, we care about that. And I'm talking about real dudes who actually think about things in the future. But also we're looking for a woman who's going to pass those good practices down to our children. And hopefully, you know, you can teach us some stuff, man. We, we're trying to, if you know, if we're on top of our square. We're trying to get some knowledge, too. So it's more about that. And if you start just letting yourself go, he's got to think about those things. And appearance, too. You want to look nice for your dude, man. You want to make sure you're on point in that regard. Um, But basically, when a woman kind of just stops trying Starts kind of like kicking her feet up. It's ladies. It's kind of like when you know your dude stops leveling up financially. When he's just kind of comfortable and cool with being the same thing. He's not trying to evolve and learn a new skill. He's not trying to get out here and, and get his hustle on. And he just kind of gets stagnant. It's, it's kind of the same thing. Like how y'all feel about that. That's how we feel about you letting yourself go. You dig? So a lot of the times, you know. Men will see something that reminds them of how you used to get down in other women. They'll see that in other women. They're like, man, I kind of want to experience that again. I miss what that was like. I miss that freshness. I miss that newness. I miss in the beginning when she was still trying, man. She was doing certain things in the beginning she's no longer doing now. And I've experienced that, man. I've experienced that, you know. The lady I was with, we used to do certain things and, you know, just that sweetness, just that sweetness and that, that real just feminine demeanor that she was putting on, man, I I, I stopped kind of getting that, but I'm like, oh, girl at the office, she kind of, she's exhibiting those traits. So yeah, yeah, you start, the eye starts wondering, you miss that. God misses that, man. Those things y'all used to do in the beginning. It's not just the women who miss who miss those things. We miss that stuff too, man. Real talk. Bottom line, ladies, and again, I'm not justifying cheating, but you always need to be asking yourself, how can I get better? There never needs to be a point where you just kick your feet up. And I'm not saying that you got to be under constant pressure to be, you know, freaking Beyonce or something like that. But you always need to be putting in the effort to get it better. Or to, or to at least maintain what you have. But you always need to be putting in the work to grow and evolve. And be the best version 
of a woman for your dude. And I'm just saying that'll cut down on his wondering eye. You feel me? Now, the last point I'm going to make, the last reason I'm going to make is kind of a three pronged. Um, it's kind of a three pronged explanation that I'm going to give because all these things are related and they kind of tie together. So this one, this this last point is going to be multifaceted, so to speak. And the last reason why men cheat is and this kind of all goes together, but basically not being appreciated. you not being into his vision and a lack of genuine respect. If you want to drive a dude off, just stop doing those things. And the reason I put them together is because they're all related. And now the not being appreciated part that has to do with certain sacrifices your dude is making for you. Like, for instance, man, um, if your dude is willing to and women are expecting this to dudes and most dudes have no problem doing this because we just understand that that's our duty as dudes. But basically his willingness and his him being prepared and showing that he's prepared to put his life on the line for you. I'm talking about stuff like that. Do you really show appreciation for that on a consistent basis? And heck, a lot of a lot of the times one more show appreciation appreciation for this in the beginning. So, you know, there's that, but it goes a long way for a dude showing that you appreciate sacrifices that he makes. Um, like for instance, if he if if he if you have a flat tire somewhere and he's willing to come out and get you and change your tire and do things like, or, or if y'all are riding together and it's raining and the tire goes flat and he's willing to get out there and change that. It's an unspoken rule that we're supposed to do things like that. And we don't mind doing them for the right woman, but we need to feel that that's appreciated and not taken for granted. And the way that you got to do that is you have to pay this. You have to pay homage from time to time on a consistent basis, whether that's verbally or whether that's doing something to show to express specifically. I just want to let you know, I appreciate all you do and give examples and let them know that they're, that you don't take those things for granted. That's a real big issue with a lot of women today and their dudes. And you got dudes that don't care. They'll just do whatever. These are simp dudes, you know, that'll do whatever you tell them. And, you know, they put you first over everything. So, you know, you got dudes like that. But for, for dudes like myself, I, I want you to pay homage and I want you to show appreciation specifically for things that I've done on a consistent basis. I'm not saying you got to worship me or do anything like that. I'm not, you know, freaking Jesus Christ or nothing like that. But it needs to be consistent. It needs to be consistent uh, displays of appreciation. Real talk. And that goes a long way with dudes, man. If you're the right kind of woman, man, we, we really don't have a problem with doing that for y'all. But if you can show appreciation and you don't start taking those things for granted, man, that goes a long way with us. Men are very simple creatures. We are the most simple damn creatures on the face of the planet. Stuff like that will make us want to go to war for you. When you do little stuff like that. When you stop doing that altogether, you just kind of expect it to be, or worse, you start, 
you, you start uh, nagging and you start scolding the dude when he doesn't do certain things. Like, you know, if he, you wake up in the morning and, you know, he makes coffee for you every morning before he leaves for work or whatever, little stuff like that. And you just start, you expect it or you scold him when he doesn't do it. That makes us, that makes us start looking elsewhere. Oh, it doesn't really make us stop, start looking elsewhere. But when we come across a lady or come across somebody else and they're kind of, they kind of are showing those, those things that you're not showing. Then it's like, man, that was nice to have that. I miss having that. You feel me? And everybody wants to be appreciated, man. So, yeah, don't take stuff for granted and show them that he's appreciated. And then also, you know, if he's the right kind of guy, man, if he's that dude that's really on his hustle and on his grind, man, he's going to get out here and get it for you. He wants to know that that's appreciated and not taking advantage of that, that that's just something he's supposed to do and that you really see the effort that he's putting in. And another thing, too, and this kind of goes into you not being into his vision if he's a guy that's out here building something and he's putting his heart and his blood, sweat and tears into it, he's doing it for himself. But he also understands, hey, man, I want my lady to benefit off the fruits of my labor, man. But the thing is, a lot of the time. Women will sit there and they'll they'll sit there and they just look at the results. And as a woman, you should look into a man's results, of course. But a lot of the times, even if they're good results, a lot of times women don't know the work that had to go into getting that result. They don't know the the tediousness and all the late nights up at night. Like they don't, they don't know like all the the anal stuff that had to go into putting in that work and all the sacrifice they had to make. What the dude had to make to you know build that business or to. You know, go get that degree or go get his, you know, PhD or something like that. They don't see all the, the all the, the hours, the man hours that had to go into that. They don't understand the sacrifice. And the reason a lot of the times they don't understand is because they're not really being into their man's vision. They don't really immerse themselves in it to see how much work and sacrifice and toll that takes. They don't ask no questions about it. They don't ask, you know, certain questions about certain things and they're not actually in or they're not actually trying to learn what their man is passionate about. They're not actually trying to see what it is that he's passionate about and actually understand it. And when you seek to understand it, first and foremost, what that communicates to your man is I really care about what your vision is. I really respect what your vision is and I want to learn as much as I can about it so I can understand what it is you're trying to accomplish and then I can have a better appreciation for the work that you're putting in. So that's why I say it kind of goes into they're all kind of related. Because once you demonstrate a man to a man that you're locked in, like you you want to be immersed in his vision and in the in his hopes and dreams and what he's trying to accomplish. Um really to benefit you in the end, too. That makes us want to work even harder. That really motivates us. That that's the best kind of motivation for us, man. Like I said, we're very simple creatures. If you do the right things, man, we'll we'll go to the moon and back on your behalf. You feel me? It's it's kind of like that movie, um, The Founder. And ladies, if you've not seen that movie, go, go rent it on Amazon or something like that. Just check it out, man. It's a real good movie. It's a dope movie. It's about basically 
uh, the beginning of McDonald's and how the McDonald's uh, empire got built. But basically, um, you know, the story, the movie is about Ray Kroc. He's the one who the first one was the first one to basically franchise McDonald's. And, you know, dude was was ambitious, man. You know, and he would talk about um, because, you know, he started off. I think he was he didn't start off doing this. But before he got into uh, McDonald's, he was going around selling uh, uh, the milkshake makers. And that's how he got introduced to McDonald's, because, uh, you know, the brothers called him up and they ordered the milkshake machines and they ordered like I forget how many they ordered in the movie. But like for a restaurant to get just one of them was like a huge deal. And I think they ordered like five or something like that. But anyways, um, his vision for McDonald's was was very grand. And, you know, he in one of the scenes in the movie, he went home to his wife and I forget his wife's name. So forgive me for that. But he went to he went home to his wife and he was expressing what his vision was. He's like, I, you know, I don't really feel like the the brothers who owned it, you know, who started it off. You can look into the whole story of that. But he's like, I don't feel like they have I don't feel like they realize the potential of this franchise, what we could really do with it. And he's expressing that. And in one scene in the movie, she kind of expressed, she's like, ah, you're going into another kind of business venture. You're going into another thing where you, where you're selling stuff and you, you have all these grand ideas. She's like, you're never here. And she was kind of giving him a little bit of shade. Like you're always out doing business. You're never home and whoop de woo. Like you need to come start spending more time here. So he's coming to her with this vision. He's really passionate about it. He's like, yo, like, you know, I got this vision for how we can uh, really expand this thing. And and she, her her reaction to that was basically scolding him. Like, you ain't never here. And, you know, it's, I think she said something to the effect, this is a nice house. It'd be good if you could live in it for a while. Just very snarky, man. If you ever want to drive your dude away, ladies, Tell him, if, he, if he comes to you with an idea and he's passionate about it, in a realistic idea, I don't mean he's coming to you talking about, hey, I want to be a, I want to be a rapper. And you know, he's like 40 years old. But if he's coming to you with passion and he's really trying to get you to understand what his vision is, it's your job as the woman to be invested in that and to really listen and to really try to understand. It's, it's not your job as a woman to be like, all right, well, when it works, and it pops off, then come holler at me with the results, and then I can enjoy the, the fruits of your labor. That's not how it works. You did? And, she, you know, I get what she was trying to say. She's like, hey, you know, every now and then, you know, I need some, you know, time with you too. And I get that. I get that, man. But at the same time, there's a way to go about that. And at the same time, are you really trying to understand? what the vision of your dude is because there was also, I think like another point in the movie where she was, um, she was like, you know, when we going to go party again? He was like, I ain't, I ain't really trying to, I don't really want to hang out with them folks no more. He was basically telling them cause they went to some, um, you know, they had went to some club or whatever. And he was around the table to discussing, you know, business with his, you know, associates. And he was trying to, you know, tell them about the McDonald's vision too. And, and basically, you know, they were like, um, you know, at the, at the time, people have to understand, like at the time when McDonald's was first getting franchised, they were doing stuff like, you know, having 
they were serving the the meals like in paper bags and they weren't serving them on like dishes and stuff like that you we had to use a fork and a knife because the dishes kept getting broke so they were doing a lot of real innovative stuff and it was a lot cheaper to get the bags and stuff like that and um the audience that they were or the demographic that they were catering to was different too they were trying to attract more families and stuff they didn't want the rowdy teenagers and all that stuff hanging around their establishment so what they were doing was very innovative so he's explaining this to them and they basically laughed at him like oh you're crazy you're nuts and she was like so when we going back to the club when they got home he's like i don't even want to kick it with those people no more their vision and their drive uh it don't match i think he said something to the effect man we need new friends (laughs) He's like, I don't even want to kick it with them no more. Because where I'm trying to go, I ain't going to get there with cats like that. So I said, it's a very good movie. And I think she she started trying to be more involved later on. But the thing is, um, and again, I haven't seen the movie in a while. But basically, Ray Kroc, was, he was discussing some business. Uh, um, I, for, I forget who the characters were. But basically, he saw old dude's wife at this. They were at some piano bar one night he saw old dude's wife and it was like love at first sight for this dude and basically her and ray crock you know they but she would she would run business ideas bomb yeah she run business ideas bomb from time to time she called him hey i think you would do real good in in this particular area and uh and i remember in one part of the movie she found because McDonald's was using like this is when they were using real ice cream for their milkshakes, and the brothers that started it they were very they were very they were very strict on like certain standards. They only wanted to use like real ice cream and stuff like that. But she had found a vanilla shake. It was basically like a mix that you could mix together, and it tasted just like a ice cream milkshake. And she had ran the idea by. Him. And she basically was buying into his vision. She was invested in his vision. And she showed him, hey, look, I understand the ins and outs of your operation. I want to be a part of it because I want to show you that I'm down. Uh, Long story short, she ended up leaving that dude she was with. And Ray Kroc ended up divorcing his wife and marrying her. And I remember like towards the end of the movie, she was like, he, he expressed, he's like, man, these people just ain't, you know, a lot of people don't have vision and they're just cool living mediocre. I'm not trying to really do that. And she's like, you know what? I understand exactly what you mean. I'm down. I'm down to do whatever. Let's go get it. And I'm not saying he should have left his wife or whatever, but, you know, that was kind of cold blooded. But I don't know what their you know relationship was really like in real life. But basically in the movie, he was letting the know, man. Where I see myself going, if you're not trying to be a part of that, man. Old girl came through and said, I'm all I'm ten toes down, and he ended up leaving her. You feel me? And another thing, and this, you know, this is the last point in this point, you know, there's three of them. She didn't have that genuine respect. She didn't have that genuine respect for him. And this is, I'm just going based off the movie, but in the movie, she didn't have that genuine respect for him. That genuine respect of, man, I, I appreciate you being willing to be innovative and to sacrifice and to take risk. Because the thing about taking risk as a man is you have to take the responsibility when things don't work out. 
And that takes guts. And a woman with genuine respect is going is going to verbalize that. She's going to let you let her do know. I understand you taking risks. I understand you taking on the responsibility. And I appreciate that. I got genuine. I look up to you for that. Dudes, we, we kind of want our women to kind of look up to us and admire us. It's not we kind of, we actually do. We, we got to have that. We need our woman to look up to us and admire us and, in a sense, kind of emulate us. That's what shows that our woman is really down and loyal to us and in love with us is when she demonstrates that, that, la- that genuine respect, man, that's, that's intoxicating. We need that. It's essential. Men can't really function if we're not getting genuine respect. We can't really function in a relationship when our woman's not giving us that. And if we see uh, another woman who's humble, and I've, I've been there, man. We see a woman who's exhibiting those characteristics. Like, that's a really cool chick, and she's very respectful, and she's very reserved. And she's always asking questions about what I'm into and what I'm, not what I'm into, like, you know, hobby-wise or interest. I'm talking about, like, what I'm working on. She displays a genuine interest on what I'm building. If a lady's showing us that, that's got nothing to do with her physical appearance. A lot of the times women think that when men cheat, it's just because it's a sexual thing. It can be an emotional thing too. If if we find a woman that's exhibiting that man, that is that's sexy. We want that because we gotta have that as men. So I know that last point was kind of long, but that's why I wanted to kind of tie them all together. I didn't want to do them individually because they all tied together and they're all related. But I hope I was able to articulate that effectively. But anyways, those are the top reasons men cheat. To the ladies out there, I hope y'all was able to learn something tonight. Um, I try to give information that's not talked about a lot. I try to come at it from a uh, side that nobody's really covering. So I hope I was able to bring some additional insight into the mix for y'all to take advantage of. That's been this episode of the Levels of Love podcast. It's been great talking with y'all. I had a good time, man. I'm glad to be back, man. I'm slowly getting better. Nose is still, feels like it's got a plunger stuck up in it, but we getting there, man. It was great to come and talk with y'all, man. I really appreciate your time. Uh, y'all go check out rootofalllove.com. I'm trying to get some. I'm starting to get some merch up over there before long, man. I really want to start getting my little my merch game together, so I can rock the t-shirts and stuff on y'all asses. But for sure, man. Thank you for tuning in. Hope y'all have a fantastic evening. Oh, and before I forget, man, I normally do this at the beginning of the program, and I it slipped my mind. I was, you know, I'm ADHD as hell. But um, I always like to extend the message that if anybody's out there going through anything mental health wise, uh, I it's very important to me to uh, to say this message every program that I do. But if you if you're going through anything, if, if for nothing else you just want somebody to talk to, feel free to hit me up, man. If it's something more serious, I always make it a point to do this because I've experienced you know I've gone through the mental health thing myself, and I feel like um. You know, we always need to be open and talk about those certain uh, those kinds of topics. So if you need to reach out to me for anything, if I can't help you, I can get you to the people who can. I got people who I'm connected with so I can get you to the right resources if you need that. But 
I always like to extend that invitation. Feel free if you want to to reach out to me at my email, and that's at the levels of love at gmail.com. That's the levels of love at gmail.com. Also, you can uh, hit me up on the phone number. I'll put that in the description. This is my Google number, and I can never remember this number, man. Like I think it's like eight one seven eight. I think it's like eight one seven three eight three eleven zero eight. If I'm not mistaken, but I'll put it in the description, y'all. Feel free to text me, reach out to me, and I'll be glad to help. But I hope y'all have a wonderful rest of the day, wherever you at. Y'all stay positive out there. Please stay safe. And I will holler at y'all on the flip side. Y'all take care, man. Peace.